0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and NA member FDSE.
1: Want to listen to the full Burt Show every day, uninterrupted, with no ads? Become a bonus Burt Show subscriber. Find out more at Show.com slash bonus BS. The Burt Show. I think has been holding out on us. Uh, again? I think mo has
2: got a sugar daddy.
1: <gasps>
2: <laughs> a sugar
3: daddy
4: that doted on you for your birthday. Happy I w- birthday.
2: I wish. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. No, I don't have a sugar daddy. No, no, no. That's not a thing. Where'd you get that from? So Moe was telling
1: us like uh, Friday, we were all just going around the room. What are you doing this weekend? Mo's like, oh, I'm getting out, coming out of town. We're like, where are you going? He's like, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? He's like... <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm not really sure where I'm going at. Someone's uh, surprising me, and I'm going out of town for what is now your birthday. Happy
2: birthday. Thank you. Uh, So what is the deal? Who's the sugar daddy? (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a sugar daddy. Where'd you go? Uh, Well, it's a whole thing. So apparently, I didn't know any of this was happening, but behind the scenes, I guess, a few of the people in my circle, my mom... Um, my lady, my best friend, they were all trying to come together to surprise me. Because when I was asked what I want for my birthday, I said nothing. I always say nothing. And they were like, no, we're not doing that this year. Like, we want to do something for you. So I said, okay, then if I can have what I want for my birthday, I don't want to make any decisions. That's all I want. Like, whatever we do, I don't care. We can go to dinner. We can go somewhere. It doesn't matter. I just don't want to make any decisions. That's all I want because I'm always making the decisions. And so I guess they were trying to get me to St. Martin, With like uh, some of my closest friends. Oh, wow. That was the plan that I didn't know about because literally up until Thursday, um, Thursday night, they were like, all right, we need you to get to the airport like as soon as you possibly can, which I now know is because I guess all of those flights that go to St. Martin leave really early. So you have to catch like a flight before 12 or you're, it's not going to happen. And there's only
1: like one a day, probably. Exactly. Yeah. That.
2: So I didn't know that. But I'm like, all right, they figured I can get to the airport in time, of which I almost did. <laughs> but um, we just we ran out of luck, I guess, because when I got there, it was um for some odd reason. I don't know why. And I would have made it. But the um, the Sky Priority line and the Clear line were both closed. Something happened. They shut them down. I've never heard of this, but mm. it, it was a thing. So the only line that was open was the normal line. And as you can imagine, it was very long at that point. And so one of my friends works for an airline. And so they had this idea to take us to the front and say, you know, I'm an employee. Sometimes this works. And they went and they were going to let us go. And then the manager came and was like, how many of y'all work for the airline? And we were like, one of us. And then I was the other one. Mm -hmm. And so she wouldn't let us go. She's like, no, I'm not letting you go. And I'm like, Mm. how would this have hurt your day to just let us go? So we would have made it, but we didn't make the flight. So then at that point, it came down to the one thing that I said I did not want to do, which is I had to make the decision on where do we go now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so that was the St. Martin flight. Yes. Okay, so that was ready to go. You missed that one. Missed that one. Uh, And apparently my mom and one of my best friends and uh, another one of my good friends were all willing to to go when we were going to St. Martin. They didn't want to go if we was going somewhere else. <laughs> so I, I guess it didn't work out. And uh, we ended up, we had the, so, which was kind of fun because I I don't know what movie it was, but it was a movie that always inspired me to go to the airport and just pick a place. Like mm-hmm. just look at the screen, mm-hmm. look at the times, what makes sense and just pick a place. And that's ultimately what we did. And we Shut landed- up,
4: you're just standing there. In the airport, looking at the board. Looking at the board. Trying to find a place you want to go.
2: Yes, that's exactly what that's we were fantastic. doing. It
4: really is. And do it now
5: while you can. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is got a
2: toddler. That window is done. Done. Closed. So, yep, we, we're sitting. We're putting it together. Um, I tried Virginia Beach to go surprise some of my family there. That didn't work out. I tried a few different places. It didn't work out. And then finally we landed on Fort Lauderdale. Mm. And so we went to Fort Lauderdale. But I they So the good thing is... My friend lives in Miami. One of my good friends lives in Miami. Uh, my lady was still connecting with him to try to figure something out for me in Miami, which I didn't know. I just thought we were going to Fort Lauderdale and figure it out. But they reserved like um, a, a night for me at this lounge. They had reserved a dinner for me. Which was at um, um, Gianni Versace's mansion. I, Ooh, Ooh. the funny thing is, we go in there to eat, and I knew it was a nice place, mm-hmm. but like I didn't think much of it. I'm just in there not paying attention, just waiting for the meal, and then somebody I see the menu, and I was like, "Why is the menu Versace? This is weird." <laughs> and they're like, "Dude, you're you're in his mansion. Like this is they yeah. turned this into a hotel slash restaurant." I had no idea. I was sitting there for about an hour and didn't know that this was <laughs> even a thing. Is this right in South Beach? Yes. Yeah,
1: seen it. I didn't know they turned it into a restaurant. They stuffed up. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, wow. So it's
2: like a hotel. And then the bottom where his pool area used to be is, is a restaurant now. And it's, it's really nice. Mm-hmm. And so they had like uh, like five men come out with uh, instruments and sing, Go Shorty, it's your birthday for me. <laughs> come on, really? <laughs> yeah, dinner. Um, but it was great. So, yeah, we ended up, we pretty much stayed in Miami. Uh, we were in Fort Lauderdale for a hot second. But we stayed in Miami for Friday night and all of Saturday night. Got up really early, got back here yesterday, and that was my birthday weekend. That's a great weekend, right it there. Is. It I was know. fun. I,
1: Kristen is looking at you with those envious eyes, like, cause those once you have kids, man, those days are behind you.
4: Well, it's just I wish I would have taken advantage of the years that I didn't have a kid. Better, like uh, I just, like I'm very happy with where I am now. Sure, very content with where I am now. But pre Jimmy, I wish I would have done more stuff like that. <laughs> I wish I would have done more traveling. You know, I don't I don't know if my itinerary-making, planning, pre-planning, per, like, personality would have allowed me just to go to the airport <laughs> and pick a flight. Fantastic. I think I would have had a panic attack, but <laughs> I'm loving that you are living your life. <laughs> Happy birthday. Happy Thank
2: birthday, you. man. Thank you. I appreciate it. The Burt Show.
1: <laughs> so when you first start going out with somebody, curious here, like, at what point do you get comfortable enough with them where you're like, okay, they're safe. We can go on a road trip together. All right? There's a real slippery slope here.
5: Uh, and, you know, it's a friend of mine, and she's been seeing a guy for two months, casually dating, like they don't have labels, they're not even, like, I went, dating. They go out on dates. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm one to talk because I move super fast with my now husband, like bam, 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 and moving in. So I, I get it. There are some people you meet, and there's a connection, and that's just how life unfolds for you, and that works. But my friend who has been going on dates with this guy for two months is planning a road trip down the Pacific Coast Highway. He's planning it and has invited her to go on this road trip. And my thing is like, it's cool to be a serial dater, but he might be a serial killer. And so I don't (laughs) want her to take this trip because I think it's really dangerous. But she's smitten and she's like, I really like this guy. So I'm, like, Googling him, bringing up stuff. I'm like, do you know he has a kid? Did he tell you that? That's fine, but did you know? Like, how much do you know about this man you're about to literally fly across the country, coast to coast, and be alone with in a car for several days, driving down remote parts of a highway with cliffs and ocean? Like, come
3: on. (laughs) You can't get
5: any better for disposing of a body. And so I'm just like, you know, she's an adult. She's a fully grown person. I mean, she's in her 30s, so it's not like... She's you know young and naive, but I just don't know how to be supportive of my friend when she's doing something that I think is probably kind of a dangerous idea. Like if it was a weekend getaway somewhere populated, I might be like, All right, that that's cute, but this just seems intense for not actually dating daddy. I mean,
1: so all you can do is like tell her what she already knows, like, okay, this is a little bit of a risk, and then stand back. I mean, She's gonna live her life the way she's gonna live her life, and you live it very, very different. I, this isn't, you're not capable of doing this. Um, this is just not dumb. in your wheel. <laughs> but for her, it's probably spontaneous, romantic, and she feels comfortable enough with this dude to do it. What can you do?
5: Well, how do I, okay, so if that's the case, then, because obviously I can't stop her, like it's her life. How can I talk to her about being smart, like maybe having a tracker tag or letting somebody know her location? This, I mean, this is weird. Well, it's not weird. I take that back. Yeah. It's not weird. It's just, it feels very, um, knowing her especially, it feels very impulsive. Let me say it that way. All right, so ask her, It put this on you, okay? Don't put this on
4: her because she wants to go and have a good time. So I would encourage you not to be like, a Debbie Downer. She's made her decision. She's going to do it. And you have to accept your friend and accept her decision. So the tactic I would use is like, listen, ever since I came, I became a mom, I have like high anxiety. And I, you know, I think the worst. And it's just it's how my mind works right now. I, I love you dearly and I'm worried. Um, can you please share your location with me so I can just, you know, for my, for my peace of
5: mind while you're gone. Maybe I'll do that. I don't even care if it's not with me. It could be mm. with her own family. Like, it just, he has serial killer eyes, okay? <laughs> you know you look at some people and there's limited information about them online, flag number one. And then he has the serial killer eyes, flag number two. So let me
1: ask you a question because you said something a couple of weeks ago that uh, we just kind of let breeze by. And I really want to circle back to it because... I don't know you as the person that you were describing on the air. A couple of weeks ago, you said you used to be very carefree. You didn't think about these things. You didn't do too much planning. You were very spontaneous, right? Would that person that you were talking about make this trip?
5: Hmm. That person should have died several times. (laughs) (laughs) So let me put it that way. That's why I think I have swung so far in the opposite direction because I look back at some of these moments and I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> if you don't believe there's a God, there is, because he saved my life several times. Oh,
1: yeah, I should probably be dead. I'm not kidding, a dozen times. So if, but I don't regret any of it. <laughs> I'm you on
5: I would probably go, but in retrospect I would have been like, that was dumb. Like You shouldn't have done that. So I'd probably go, but I think I would make sure somehow I was, and back then I wouldn't have had this tracking technology, so I would have been armed in some way, pepper spray, I don't know, something, some kind of like self-defense thing, and I would have put, fails saves up like hey i'll call you every day i'll just i'll text you just to check in
2: well, if it comforts you any, my uh, my sister, I'm in a similar situation with my sister because she met a guy and then they went to Morocco after like three or four weeks of knowing each other. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was oh I was not gosh. happy about it. But she gave me her location, which is that's where we settled on, which mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do if something happens in Morocco. But, mm-hmm. but OK. But yeah. I've, I've you don't been, have a
4: guy in Morocco that nah, you can call to save your sister? Not that far.
2: <laughs> no, maybe in Queens, <laughs> not in Morocco. But uh, I mean, they went and they've actually gone on like a couple trips now. And I've just kind of not tried to let it like put all this fear in my mind and she's fine and they're fine and hopefully that kind of helps you in some way
5: it does because morocco would be where i would be like body checking her she I mean, would not get no. on the plane
2: the Burt show time <laughs> to get buzzed on the hot goss from hollywood with abby it's the
1: bird show's entertainment bus
6: did steve harvey's wife cheat on him with his personal chef and bodyguard Gossip reports dropped over the weekend on multiple sites claiming that his wife Marjorie got caught having an affair. But Steve... Quickly came out and shut that down. So he's basically like, "We're fine." Even his friends posted on behalf of him on social media, being like, "This is all fake news. This is just clickbait." And they were really coming out and being like, well, wh- "Why make this a clickbait story? It's it's beyond pointless. How stupid fake news has gotten."
1: Did you say that the rumor was that she was cheating with a personal chef slash security guard?
6: It's two two different people. Oh, okay. A personal <laughs> chef and a bodyguard. Oh, okay. So Double homicide.
1: She was busy. The one okay. guy was able to do both, though. I was going to say, you talk about a great dating profile.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
6: you got it all, man. You the man. I
1: feel,
4: I feel
6: that's so ridiculous. Why even bother addressing it? Uh, I mean, if if you have a rumor coming out about you that's hitting national news, because I saw this, I think it was on Friday, and I was like, well, dang, because he has tons of, da- I've read his dating books, and so when you have that kind of news come out, you kind of want to shut it down.
2: Did he address it during like the break during Family Feud like he normally does?
6: Yeah, he was basically just kind of coming out and being like I want to let as many people know as possible but he didn't address it on his social media his friends did I think when you're Steve Harvey there's kind of like it feels so ridiculous that I don't want to have to but it's getting under my skin so much that Mm -hmm. I feel like I have to say something yeah
1: he, he I think he prides himself on kind of living above all that stuff so at some point or another he probably had to say something or people get more interested in it when you don't say something
6: yeah, it yeah. definitely stri- strikes up more interest.
1: Look at the Jamie Fox thing, man. It was driving everybody crazy, but he wasn't saying anything about how why he was ill or what was going
2: on. I, I, people couldn't get enough. It's, and it seems like Steve is addressing things more lately because normally he doesn't. But he also addressed that a uh, tweet that I guess someone in his team put up of uh, what comedian do you not think is funny? Mm-hmm. And oh yeah. yeah. He didn't. He didn't like that the, that the person did that. I think they fired that person. Yeah they, yeah, they did. They did. Mm-hmm. It
6: makes me wonder who before the tweet got deleted who people were responding under. Other than the <laughs> fact that they were make like maybe that this wasn't on brand with him wanting to be more positive. Mm-hmm. Like, who who actually does nobody think is funny?
2: I think that's a part of what pissed him off is a lot of the comments were, uh, you. <laughs> uh,
6: <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is not on brand. <laughs> okay, two female pop powerhouses released new music over the weekend. Selena Gomez and Miley Cyrus both dropped singles on the same day. And what I loved is that this didn't turn into a competition between which Disney princess is, you know, going to have the more successful single because both of them actually shut down Down any of that before it could even start. Selena posted on Instagram that her and Miley have been friends since they, in all caps, used to be young. And then she said that she's excited for August 25th for both of them to come out. And then Miley also posted something on Instagram saying, We're both dropping our singles soon. And she said, I say we hashtag used to be young. So sweet. Love that they're not competing with each other. Yeah, I mean they're the two of them and like watching how
4: they've talked about each other in interviews and somebody had like stitched together like old interviews and um, old interactions that they've had together. These two have been friends for a very long time and have been nothing but supportive Um, and I, I love both songs. However, that Miley Cyrus song just, oh, it hits different. Is it? It's really, really good. I gotta take a listen. Yeah,
6: it's It's really good. It's this really beautiful music video where she's, it looks like she's very specifically trying to call out her Disney days because Mm -hmm. it's, it's just a straight on head, like shot of her staring at the camera and she's very emotional and she has a red tube top over a Mickey shirt. So it's Mm -hmm. obviously like very much trying to call Mm -hmm. out Hannah Montana.
5: Beautiful song, beautiful music video. I have one small irritation. She's only 30. You can't say I used to be young when you're 30. <laughs> you still are young. Wait till you get to my age and it hurts to wake up. But Don't you
1: remember looking at that number 30 like when you were 15 thinking that was the definition of old? Like I remember doing the math on it going, oh my God, I can't believe I'm going to be 30 in that year and just feeling so old. That's for sure. And then, then I you- bar
5: hopped for my birthday and I woke up without a hangover. And now if I look at a glass of wine the wrong way, <laughs> I'm out for a week.
1: You just keep pushing <laughs> the definition of old as you get closer to it.
3: <laughs>
6: <laughs> is she actually in love with a criminal? I'll tell you the rumors surrounding Britney Spears' new man on your next ebuzz on the Birch Show. The Birch
1: Show. Kristen here trying to set up our new co-host, Abby, on a date and find a right man has very little to do with Abby and everything to do with Kristen <laughs> finally getting a win in the matchmaking department. It and doesn't
4: look like that's gonna happen anytime soon. <laughs> and
1: you guys are making it hard on her. I'm gonna give you a break on this one. Thank you. And maybe things have just changed. I don't know.
4: This is
6: is exasperating. (laughs) Now you know how I
1: feel. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't even your life. It's like nobody's (gasps) trying. Nobody,
6: and I keep saying that, and that's the thing I jokingly talk to my mom about all the time. I'm like, I'm just looking for a trier, like someone who looks like they wake (laughs) up every day and give an S. So
1: so let's go ahead and reset this here real quick. And when we say they're not trying, we don't mean we're not getting applications and we're not getting, like, people interested. It's... The presentation yes. that feels very, very lazy.
4: Very, very lazy. All right, so Abby has come on the air numerous times and talked about the trials and tribulations of dating. Daily. And she has quite a few trials when it comes to dating. And I have tried in the past to flex my matchmaking muscle. Turns out I don't have one.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
4: but I was like, you know what? What? I'm willing to jump on that horse one more time, even if I get bucked off from my girl, Abby. And that's exactly what I'm doing, trying to get her a solid man and
6: trying to get me a W. It's a (laughs) win-win. My plan was to give up dating until 2024, and then literally the next day, Kristen goes, I'm setting you up. This isn't about you anymore. Well, after seeing these applications, you you know what? That might happen. I'm going to extend it to
3: 2025. (laughs) I
4: I am not setting you up just to set you up. Like, this has to be, like, I have to feel it in my heart Mm. and in my soul when I read that bio, and then when I look at the picture and just know this is the one.
1: If this was a football game, this would be your Hail Mary, because you said if you don't do this one right, right, then that's it. You'll never try it again.
4: I'm retired retiring, mm-hmm. even though I never
1: really had a job. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I don't know if you can retire from a job you never had, but
1: that's what I'm going to do. I too, today, am retiring yes. from the LA Lakers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's pretty much the <laughs> <laughs> All
4: right, so what I have noticed as I have perused every single one of the men that has applied to be your suitor, your match, your soulmate, the one you fall in love with. The thing that is irking me the most right now, so help me, if I see one more car selfie, (laughs) I'm going to lose my mind. You have the opportunity to upload a picture that's going to showcase who you are, your personality, um, you know, putting your best face forward. And you choose a car selfie. (sighs) This tells me nothing, practically Everybody drives a car, you are showcasing none of your personality, and it just comes across lazy.
1: That's what I was going to say. I'm thinking, dudes, Mm -hmm. like, it's not so much the picture as it is the effort, which is a really good piece of advice when it comes to dude in relationships, period, right? You can mess things up, but yeah, at least put in some effort. The
5: angles are bad. The lighting is bad. It's just all bad. Well, I was going to say my theory about the car selfies is actually sometimes you can get really nice lighting in a car so a lot of people like how they look in the rear view mirror so i think that go to your kitchen there's nice diffused lighting by the windows in there same kind of deal okay so you can get the nice lighting just don't take it in a boring environment it's so bad do they have their seatbelt on and everything Oh, some do. No, Mm. why does that feel worse? Some do. One guy
4: guy (laughs) was a car selfie, but it was literally like only half his face. That
6: that was was his good side. It was was very bizarre. You got to be your own marketing team. I
1: don't know if we're being superficial here. I don't think we are, but like this is your very first impression, Mm -hmm. right? So it's saying more than what you look like, I think. Am I
6: wrong? I mean, yeah, I mean, it kind of just shows that, like, you were in... Well, I guess it does make sense because if they're listening to us on the radio and they're like, well, that girl looks like she's emotionally stable and she's kind of hot, I'll take a photo right now and submit it in. And so if they're listening to us in the car, got a snap, but it it does feel... It does feel a little lazy. It Well, it reeks of... Meh.
4: I I don't... It doesn't really matter. And if I get picked, great. If I don't, whatever. Like, it, it reeks of... I'm not really that interested in Abby to want to go out with her. See, this gets
1: Mm. back to my initial point, at least from the outside looking in when it comes to dating. And dating apps is just that you got so much, quote unquote, I could call it Calling it inventory, which makes it sound like very business-like, but there's, you're always just another swipe away. If she's not perfect, if he's not perfect, I'll just move on to the next one. And there are hundreds of people where back in the day when you didn't have that, you had to be a little more desperate.
2: <laughs> it's like the difference between the people who send a job resume for one job as opposed to the same resume to 40 jobs. You just <laughs> hope somebody calls you back. You don't care.
4: And <laughs> so for those that are um, at the higher end of your age requirement, which is 35, okay, do not say... I'm a young at heart 35 year old <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> every single dude that's on the upper end has yeah. put that I mean and then we had somebody say I'm a young at heart 53 year old who <laughs> loves younger beautiful women
1: that still makes you 45 uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: 53 never married three times and then I looked at the photo and I'm 99% sure this is fake stop wasting my <laughs> Somebody nominated their husband's best friend, Nick. And I'm like, remember, we said no nominations. And no. then she put, he's busy working. Well, if he is too busy working, then he's too busy to date my friend Abby.
6: <laughs> <sighs> we got the fish photo uh, with them holding like yep. the giant sea bass. Mm-hmm. Classic. Is, we that
1: had- it? is that a good... No, no, no! no, no. no.
6: It's this weird, like, uh, like man thing. Like, look, I can go out and and catch fish for you, but women don't want to see that. (laughs) Show me your face. Show me your abs. One dude wrote (laughs) absolutely nothing.
4: I'm, I mean, he filled out the bare minimum when it said, "Tell us something about you." Nothing. Why do you think you'd be a good match for Abby? Nothing. And then he posted a gym selfie. Uh,
1: Was he super good looking?
4: Moving on,
2: <laughs> that explains
4: it <laughs> I, you got to give me something like you have to write something, you have to show some amount of effort. One applicant just graduated from high school i that's that's not another one you said you would be willing to do long distance, and I'm gonna pin this one on you, Abby. California is a little too far, yeah, but how hot is he? <laughs> California is a little bit too far, and then um. You got a lot of dudes with beards that are digging you. So I wanted to get your take on beards.
6: like It has to be a nicely groomed beard. Okay. Like, do- if you look like you wash your beard, I'm into it. Okay, cool. If you got little crusty bits in it, I'm not into it. I'm a lady who's down for the
4: beard. Um, and I'm not kidding you. When I say... Eighty-five percent of the guys who have filled this out all have they—they they have beards. But
5: what is it like Duck Dynasty beards? No, <laughs>
3: okay,
4: because that would be a fun setup. One or two of them were, but for the most part, they are like the the closer shaven beards. Okay, it, it
1: seems a little pathetic that you that we have to sit here and tell dudes like your selfies suck, That um, when we're asking for a description of who you are, you're not filling anything out at all. I feel so bad <laughs> for you guys in the single world that have to do. If, if this is. The example of really what's going on every single day? Like, this is for the radio. And you would almost think that you'd put more effort in because you know we're going to blast you on the radio if you suck. So this is the best
6: of the best right here? No, I know. I don't think this is the best of the best. I think this is just what we've gotten. And I almost wonder, as someone who puts a lot of pressure on themselves, I almost wonder if there's something about me that maybe says that, that I'm just not worth a lot of effort. No. You nah, know what I mean? I think, I think this is... <laughs> this is dating
4: one hundred and one. Yeah, really well, welcome, unfortunately, welcome to my world. This is why I talk about it so much because it, it it's a little irksome. Yeah. Well, the good news is, out of all the applicants, applicants, we have one potential. He is a gay guy and said, if you can't find anybody, he'd love to like be your friend. <laughs>
6: <laughs> you know what? I'm down.
1: <laughs> so, how long do we continue looking? Are you going to take? I don't know the best, or are you just going to say, you know what? Rather than you put your reputation in the very last attempt at this on these guys, you just like tap out and say, you know what, we'll try it another time.
4: Uh, out of the applicants we have now, I I refuse to settle. And I, there's there's not one that I
6: would want to set Abby up on a date with.
1: <laughs> not, know, one, not one. I lie. really
6: appreciate that. You know what? Because I was a little worried. I'm like, am I going to have to go out with somebody just for the sake of going out with somebody? So I like that we're going to take take a pause and yep. just wait for the right one, which I, is until 2025. I did not. I did not see this coming.
3: <laughs> Me um, neither.
6: I mean, we can. <laughs> we we have
4: one. We're at a fork in the road, and we have one of two directions we can go. Either we can just close this up and call it a day or we can encourage more applicants to apply and actually like try to put their best foot forward and (laughs) give a little effort.
1: Give it a couple of days and then we can tap out if there's nothing else. Okay. Bird okay. said right. this
2: is your Hail Mary, and this feels like you didn't even get the pass off. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> sacked. sacked. I did. Yes, you got get the pass no, off. No, I'm not
4: sacked yet. I'm still stumbling. Yes, like, I'm yes. still, like, dodging and tackles, yes. and then I dodge that tackle, and I'm just looking. I'm just looking for
1: somebody who's open, open. but Nobody the down coverage field. is no. intense, man. There's a they lot left. of
2: defense out there. They yeah.
1: left the stadium. <laughs> Are you looking for excitement In Atlanta. Well, you got it right down the street at Mercedes Benz. That's where Atlanta United plays. And I've been telling you for years. It's one of the most exciting nights that you will have with your family. Soccer is different. It's just different than going to a football game, baseball game. There is no downtime. I mean, the excitement lasts the entire game at an Atlanta United match. And it doesn't even matter if you're really, really into soccer or not. I'll tell you one way to get into soccer. Just go to one Atlanta United game and you will get caught up in the excitement so much that you'll become a lifelong fan. I'm telling you this right now. I love bringing my son Hollis there. I love bringing his friends there. I know it's going to be a safe family event. And I know I'm going to walk out of there. I got some memories now with my kids. So don't look any further. You got one of the best soccer teams in the country right here in our own backyard. Atlanta United. Just give it one try. Atlanta United. You can always get your tickets at atlutd.com.
4: If you're looking for somewhere to celebrate, whether it be a birthday or a graduation or anniversary, may I recommend an Atlanta United match? So my husband and I just celebrated our seventh wedding anniversary. He is a massive Atlanta United fan. So of course we decided to go to a match at Mercedes-Benz Stadium and had the best time. I'm telling you, if you're a super fan, if you're a casual fan, going to an Atlanta United match is a great way to celebrate. My husband got to watch a great match and I got to enjoy delicious wine. And I also may have gone to the team shop and got myself a new sweatshirt. I'm very excited about my new Atlanta United sweatshirt. (laughs) And kudos to Atlanta's fan base because every time we ride Marta to go down to a match, it is packed full of people wearing their Atlanta United Gear. Visit atlutd.com for tickets and also for the match schedule. That's atlutd.com.
1: Get it? The bird Show. Well, look, this is just completely unacceptable because we've talked about ghosting like after one date, which I consider if you don't say anything to them, rude anyway. It just takes one line to say, hey, just not feeling it. At least they know and you haven't ghosted them. It's not disrespectful. All right, but When you're about to move in with somebody, I mean, clearly that is a serious relationship. You're about to take the next step, and then he ghosts you, leaving you with no answers at all? That's jacked up. And that's where Stephanie is right now, and she's on The Voice Disguiser. Hey, Stephanie.
7: Hey, how are you guys?
1: Okay, so what happened with this dude?
7: I have no clue. I'm in a... I'm at the end of a divorce so I have to sell my house. I'm talking like weeks. He has my some of my stuff at his house like my my blender, towels, stuff like that. I just came home one day from his house and on my way home, I get home, I go to text that I'm home and find out I'm completely blocked. I'm just I'm blocked. I'm curious. I, I try to call.
4: Yeah, I'm curious because I've um I I haven't been blocked via text, so when you try via to send text, yeah, when via you, Facebook. Wow, well,
7: we, I had my friend call. Um, when, no answer. <laughs> <laughs> nothing.
1: She's venting at this point. You just let her go. Um, I she know. deserves it.
7: When you send a text, what does it send back to you? Uh, just nothing. Nothing. No, no response.
1: Okay. So I'm a little confused here. This is, you said you, did you say you were getting divorced?
7: Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I've been separated since last year.
1: All right. So you've been separate, just, but living with,
7: I, I mean, I, and the divorce hasn't gone through, you know, court systems, very slow. Mm-hmm. And I just, I have to sell the house and finally the house is selling in a couple of weeks.
1: All right, so do I have this right? So you're living with your ex-husband now, correct?
7: No, I'm, I'm living alone now. I've been living alone for a year.
1: And it's the boyfriend that you're supposed to be moving in with? Yes. And he's, yes. like, gone nowhere. Okay.
7: Yes. He's gone somewhere. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. He's somewhere. He's at his house with my some of my stuff. And I, I drove home. He lives in... Another state, uh-huh. two hours away, and I drove home and when I got home, I went to call and nothing nothing i mean it 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 just went straight to voicemail. How long has it been since you've spoken to him? Three weeks,
1: and how long were you guys going out with each other?
7: Oh months um Gosh, um, probably about three months, but it was very serious. I mean, it was yeah. serious enough that we were moving in together.
2: Initially, mm-hmm. initially, I thought maybe he just got cold feet and didn't want to do the move. But the fact that he took the time to block you on every single yeah. platform, it feels like he every found something platform, out.
7: And right within those two hours of my drive home, and how- everything was fine as I was leaving. It was kiss kissy kiss call me when you get home be safe and how long have you
1: known this guy you said you've been dating a couple of months but how long have you known him
7: i've i've known him that long. i mean we were we were like we were in love i mean we 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 cried over each other we were not gonna let each other go and it 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 was crazy it was absolutely crazy and I have no idea what happened. I, I would love to know. What uh, did I do? Is this, did? is this the first guy you've dated since your separation
4: and um, an impending divorce? Not dated, okay. but
7: serious about, yes. Gotcha. And how did the two of you meet? We met through a dating app. Okay. Mm.
1: So what is it you would like from us to try to reach out to him and do one of these ghosting things and see if he'll at least answer us? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm very interested. And I, she
2: did last I mean, night. So. We talked, and she
1: gave me his cell phone number and his address. So we'll see if he blocks me. So <laughs> so you're not reaching out to this guy to get back with him. You just want answers as to what I happened. I just
7: want Oh, no, I'm not taking this man back. No. Yeah. That, that was mean. That was just mean. It was heartless.
1: Yeah, I mean. Yeah,
7: that was heartless. Now I am... Rambling to find some place, there are waiting lists all over the place here. Sure, I need to I need to move like a thousand miles away now Dang. to get some place I can afford.
1: All right, so let's do this. Um, let's at least take care yep. of what we can take care of. So Tommy's got all the info. Uh, we can okay. try. We'll try to text this dude. We'll try to call this dude. We'll try to get you some answers. And if he won't talk oh. to you, maybe we can even work out some kind of arrangement where you can go and get your stuff. <laughs>
2: I just
7: want my blender and I right. <laughs> <She laughs> <has
4: a blender. laughs> Just wanna be she wants to be able to make some frozen margs hey, to drown her sorrows.
1: <laughs> All right, Stephanie, hang with us for a couple of days here and let's see if we can get this guy to uh, respond to us, okay? Awesome! Thanks. Uh, all right, bye bye. That's bananas. I mean, oh sorry you about to move in with somebody? That's a lie, dude. The Burt Show. All right, so let's get an update from the weekend here, because this one should have been super dramatic, man. When you're going to meet the husband's mistress, woohoo, and then set him up. It's going to be bad.
6: So juicy. So she had been married to her husband for nine years and everything was great. I mean, she had no inkling that there was anything wrong with their relationship. And so one day she actually goes to her friend's furniture store. She's like I'm looking for a dining room table, need to spruce up our space. So she goes and she tells her friend, hey, this is what I'm looking for. And she goes, and the friend goes, well, your husband just came in like a week ago and bought a dining room table. Here's the receipt and everything. So now she's like, wait a second. He didn't buy a dining room table. We don't have anything at our house. So she went on like this whole deep dive and found out that he has been supporting a mistress, like paying for bills, paying for a condo. So she had to confront the mistress ends up going to the condo, shows up. Mistress is super freaked out, had no idea. And she's like, hey, can we talk? Mistress is like, yes, but in the parking lot. They go to the parking lot. Mm -hmm. And she didn't give us any of the juicy details about, you know, what had been going on. But we did find out that she had plans to confront the husband at a restaurant with the mistress. I thought this was a terrible idea, but uh, she's going through with it, and now we're going to find out what happened.
1: I read the headline to an article this weekend. It was very almost similar to this, except when the wife and the mistress ended up meeting, they liked each other so much that they went on vacation together. <laughs> I have a podcast episode like this.
6: They have matching t-shirts that said, my, uh, my husband divorced me and all I got was his mistress. <laughs> and they say sometimes they
8: wear them out to like dinner and
6: stuff. That's amazing.
8: It's amazing. So
1: Kristen has the email update.
4: As my husband and I were driving to the restaurant, I contemplated texting the mistress and nixing the whole thing. He could tell something was off with me. I lied, said I started my period and wasn't feeling great. He asked if I'd prefer to go back home. It was the way he said it. Like he'd be relieved to not have dinner with me. Uh. That's when I knew I had to go through with it. We got to the restaurant, sat down at a booth. I purposefully sat down first to make sure I had a view of the door. I didn't want to see, I didn't want him to see her come in, and I wanted that heads up before she sat down. The plan was for her to arrive about 30 minutes after us. 30 minutes came and went, then 45, then an hour. We were finishing up our entrees, and I was convinced she had decided to bail. I couldn't blame her because I had contemplated the same thing.
1: Yeah, I think it's one of those things where on paper you see it in the movies yeah. and it works out flawlessly, but when you're really in it, you're like, no, I can't do that.
4: Yeah. Uh, we declined dessert from our server, and as he walked away to get our check, there she was.
1: Oh, she showed up!
4: Walking towards our booth. My heart started pounding, and I scooted in to make room for her. She sat down without oh. saying a word, and we both stared at him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I love the video
4: so bad. He was utterly speechless. I bet. You could see the wheels spinning at warp speed. <laughs> I took the lead and said, this is Ariana. She's a new friend of mine. Turns out we have something in common. We've both been lied to by you.
1: I would have thrown up. <laughs> Just wish I'd disappear. Disappear. right there on the table. <laughs>
4: he started to speak, but in quotations, Ariana. Shut him down and told him it was time for him to listen. Uh. She spoke her piece. I spoke mine. Without him ever saying a word, we both got up and left. Neither one of us had any interest in what he had to say because we knew we couldn't trust or believe him. I'm staying at my sister's while he and I handle our separation. She's breaking her condo lease, which he's on the hook for because it's in his name, and crashing with a friend until she gets on her feet. The moment was incredibly <laughs> satisfying, but I'd be lying if I said I wasn't heartbroken. It's going to take time, but I'm ready for this chapter to be closed so I can focus on myself and my healing. Thanks for going on this wild ride with me. Just promise to continue to make me laugh each morning because I could definitely use it. Oh. Yeah.
1: Wow. This is, uh, of course, you got to sit in this kind of heartbreak. Um, it's, a, it's a brutal way to break up right here. <laughs> Very dramatic, but you're going to have to sit in this a while. This really, yeah. really sucks bad.
6: I'm impressed. She seems like she's really ready to move on. I mm-hmm. mean, I kind of expected, even if this were, even if she like actually confronted the husband, which she inevitably <laughs> did, which I thought was a bad idea at first, I thought she was going to kind of drag it out because like nine years of marriage mm-hmm. with someone is not nothing. Mm-hmm. And so I'm very impressed with you um, wanting to cut that cord because I think it is the healthiest thing for you.
2: Yeah, this going to take time. Like she said, the process, but I am not mad at how they handled this at all. I'm with Bert. on wishing it was a <laughs> video. And like you always say, is one of those things that you see and you know people want to do, but you don't actually do it. And, and they did it. And I can only imagine what that felt like for him.
4: Man, the amount of strength that they had to channel in order like, to go through mm-hmm, with that. Yes. And now the strength she's going to have to channel to get through a separation. But girlfriend, first show's here for you.
1: The Burt Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood
2: <laughs> with Abby. It's the Burt Show's entertainment buzz.
6: News of Britney Spears and Sam Asghari's divorce has been out for like a week. And rumor has it, she already has a new man with a former member of her staff who allegedly has a criminal past. Uh, She's currently in the midst of her divorce with Sam, but a source told Page Six that she's uh, supposedly getting cozy with her former housekeeper. Yeah,
1: sometimes after a divorce like that, you gotta sit in the pain for 48 hours before you start dating somebody else.
6: <laughs> Only 48? <48. laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
6: Well, they so, were married 14 months, so granted right. they were together for six years. Mm. Yeah. So Page Six ran a background check which showed that he had been charged with multiple misdemeanors and even a felony. He was charged with child endangerment, which was dismissed due to a plea negotiation. He was convicted of driving without a license while, and then also had a separate charge of driving with a suspended license, and that was also dismissed due, due to a plea negotiation. He was convicted of felony possession of a firearm and one count of disturbing the peace, which is me after a couple too many tequila
3: shots.
4: (laughs) (laughs)
6: I'm all about, you know, people, people getting
4: second chances and the opportunity to learn from their mistakes. However, if I'm a woman that has children, I'm going to be very hesitant to date a man that has a child endangerment charge on his record. Uh,
2: Uh, I'm with you. I'm all about people having second chances too, but from what Abby just read, it sounds like he's had about nine of them.
6: Okay, there's that as well.
2: Everybody needs an 11th chance. <laughs>
6: Sometimes a 12th. Yeah, and the source that's been talking to Page Six says they're concerned, obviously, but I think, yeah. I mean, besides the fact that, you know, there's a criminal record, which again, 12, 13 chances we're here for, but I, to me, like, you, you're the news of the divorce has just come out, and it seems like she's just kind of like, well, this guy's around, so let me just hook up with him for a hot second
1: there's a difference between a bad boy and a rotten human (laughs) (laughs) this guy's not a bad boy okay
4: Cassie what if we could make this happen like we were Brit Britt's best friend and we're like homegirl this is what I suggest you go buy you a little place in Hawaii escape and be by your children and just work on yourself and mend your relationship with your kids
5: Oh, my God, that would be amazing. I think that's what she needs, honestly. I think she's just in a self-destructive spiral. Like, we've always seen whenever there's a big split or something big happened, she tends to gravitate. Or I don't think she gravitates towards these people. I think they gravitate towards her and take advantage of her, and she can't shake it. I think if she disappeared and never put out new music again but was happy and healthy, I think her fans would want that. She
1: can't do it. She can't do it. Um, she's been a celebrity since she was a kid. She's intoxicated to this kind of attention and celebrity. The healthiest thing to do is what you're saying. Yeah. She's not capable of it.
6: I also get the sense that Brittany really loves what she does. I mean, any chance she that I can see on her social media, she's putting the camera in front of her face. She's doing a little dance. Like, I do think she enjoys what she does, but I do think she needs to go to Hawaii mm-hmm. and take a break. Yeah.
1: And she doesn't have anybody around her that she'll listen to to say that, hey, this is the healthy thing to do. She, yeah. It's, she's not possible. It's, she's, I wish she would.
5: It's one of those things like anybody who tells her to do anything, she mm-hmm. will. I And I don't blame her. I think this is a period she's got to go through herself. And then hopefully she'll be able to recalibrate and do what she, is best for her.
1: You know, it, it makes some sense to me, even though I think they're kind of estranged right now, that the only thing that might shake her up is if her kid said, move here, we need you.
5: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that
1: might do it. Mm. Yeah.
5: Yeah, that probably would flip things, actually. OK,
6: I swear somebody in the press is punking Khalees and Bill Murray because she has denied this relationship with Bill over and over and over again. Yet yeah, there are still headlines coming out like this <laughs> because I just found out that she uh, has split from Bill Murray after two months of dating. Literally, somebody on Instagram just asked her if she was dating Bill and she quickly replied, "Uh, no. But somehow there are still reports coming out from the U.S. Sun that they have split after dating for a couple of months. I'm like, where is the proof? How do we know that they are dating? And why why do we feel so strongly about it that we're willing to put out legitimate <laughs> headlines? <laughs> it, it is so bizarre because it's the most random pairing.
4: And it's like somebody, it, I would love to pinpoint like where it started. Somebody woke up one day and said, I'm going to start a rumor that Khalees... Is Hmm. dating Bill
3: Murray. (laughs) And
4: the fact that people have... And there is no proof. There is no evidence of this
6: whatsoever. And she's literally saying we're not dating. And yet you Google uh, (laughs) Khalees and Bill Murray split and dozens of headlines come up. Why do people feel so passionate about this? We should totally
2: do this. We should pick like the most random couple on earth and try and get a... uh, the story out that
1: they're dating. Well, Abby's, takes off. Abby's been going out with Timothy Shamalay uh, for uh, whatever his oh, name yeah, is. <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> Timothy I've been going for a long time. First of all, we need
2: to say <laughs> his name right. Chalamet. <laughs>
6: <laughs> she called it a woman's world and while the people running the concert didn't like it, so they shut it down. It's on your next eBuzz on The Burt Show. The
1: Burt Show. A couple of weeks ago on my Instagram, I asked you guys, hey, um, what can we do to make the show better? What do you like? What do you don't like? Because the ratings are really, really good and 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 I always feel like now is the time to ask you guys what you like and what you don't before they suck. (laughs) Uh, Because then when we find out, it's too late at that point. And the most common response time and time again was bring back Intern Mikey.
8: How many rice is in a bowl of rice? How many rice is in a bowl of rice? Less, Less than one million, million, so cut the price. It's almost like a contraceptive device. In other words, no, it's not nice. So I'm raising the bar to a new height. that, joint.
1: So he's not intern Mikey anymore. He's one day a week part time Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> <your tongue. laughs> so I asked if you wanted to join us, and you couldn't because of uh, school, not full-time anyway.
8: Yeah, that's right. right I'm so, in college. Yeah, <laughs> at least
1: for the time being. For
8: the time being, if I can stick it out. So uh, he comes
1: in here on Mondays, gets his credits, and then gets out of here. Hell yeah. Well, yeah. So, but you've been looking for another job at, the, at college?
8: Uh, no, so I've been doing radio at college, WGOR 95.3, if you don't mind. Oh, you're uh, just <laughs> taking, all <laughs> our, you're taking all of our ratings <laughs> away, man. of uh, What's the watch. frequency? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> the number? 95.3. Okay, okay yeah, there you go. Because
4: yeah. you gave us the call letters, which is really yep. good. Your I'm, frequency I'm is your number. <laughs> um,
8: so I've been doing that for like three years, uh, just doing my own show. Wait, Screw you've been, been doing radio for three years and you didn't know what a frequency was? Yeah, that's, that's right. A, that's a great program. I mean, I've, never, I've never done the dial. <laughs> so, uh, so I worked my way up to this job. What is it? Music manager and program director. Real pompous. You are pompous.
4: the program director I'm of the, the station? I'm the program
8: director. <laughs> <laughs> As the
1: program director of the radio station, what are your responsibilities? And then we'll compare them to real-world program director.
8: Well, my responsibilities include DJ scheduling, training new DJs, um, Making sure nobody's cursing on air. (laughs) Uh, I got some other stuff, just basically day-to-day responsibilities. Do you uh, program the music, or are the students allowed to just bring in whatever they want? That's my music manager side of things, so I got to sit in there and type in everyone's music that they want. I don't know. Do you hear how I'm talking right now? Because I hate this. I hate, (laughs) I I realize I'm a horrible businessman. You always think whenever you're a kid, you're just going to grow up to be like some guy who carries a suitcase. What's it called? Briefcase. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. You always think that you're going to be that guy. And now I'm a businessman and I don't know how to do it. I, I'm so bad at this. I, I'm just not a good businessman. I can't do the lingo, put a pin in that, come back around to that. Are you,
4: is it that you don't like being a businessman or you just don't like being people's boss?
8: I. It's not even that I don't like it. I'm just uncomfortable I'm in this position. I feel like I'm always supposed to be at the bottom and like begging for a job. And now I'm giving people jobs. And I don't know how to handle it. And
4: having to turn people down for jobs, that's part of it, too. So
8: that was a big thing. So I had to hire seven people, five to do radio, two to help me put in music. Um, There was like 25 people who interviewed. And this is like an important thing. It's for a class. So if you don't get it, you basically got to drop the class. And... The problem is, I've gone through school with all these people. Like, these are like, they know you. Yeah, these are my classmates. They know I'm an idiot. It's just like, (laughs) (laughs) they know me for what I actually am. And then I'm like sitting there with a suit on, shaking hands. Um, Yeah, so I had to end up turning down a bunch of people. And now I'm in class with these people that I had to turn down, and now they all just hate me. They're like, you jerk. I am curious what your
4: rejection letter sounds like.
8: Uh, I I copied someone else's. It was just like, I regret to inform you. <laughs> you didn't get it, my friend. Chat GPT. That's yeah. the way to go yeah, on, sure. on that one right there. Yeah. So when they see you again, has anybody approached you going, come on, man, I would have been perfect for that job. One girl's really, really mad. She said she did an internship so she could have that job. She's lying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, this one girl's really mad, but one of my like good friends I sit with in class, I come into class, I had to send him the letter the night before, and then I I immediately just came up with a bunch of lies, like, it turned out to be out of my hands, like, I, I didn't mm-hmm. even have any control over it, it turns out. Is that a good move? Alive? Yeah, you need a fall guy yeah. for sure. Yeah, that's so I started to. lying. <laughs> but he, go ahead.
6: So what was the criteria you're looking for? Like, how are you filtering out who makes the cut or
8: not? Well, for a DJ, I want someone who's going to talk, not just play music the whole time. That oh, just yes. gets boring. Everybody just plays music. Amen. So I like someone. And if they have like an actual show idea, I love that because most people, including myself, just go on there and talk nonsense. But whenever they have like a concept, that's fun. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so I had to hire five DJs, and then for music manager... My questions were so bad, too. I was just like, can you work a computer? Can you learn stuff? All right, you're hired. Um, That's not a bad question. (laughs) I had to fire a phone screener that didn't know how to spell or answer phones. (laughs) whose
4: whose fault was that?
8: Right. (laughs) You might have another one on your hands.
1: (laughs) Uh, So what's the game plan moving forward? I would love to hear one of your shifts.
8: Yeah, so I actually just put I started recording them, and I'm going to put them <laughs> on Spotify. I just put my first one on Spotify. Uh, okay. So, yeah. That's okay. That's what it is. All right. Yeah. Good
1: luck. you need any Congrats. tips at all, you go to Kristen, okay? Please. And then I'll, I'll, <laughs> send, you, I'll
8: send you over to Mo. All right. And <laughs> you'll
2: end up with Abby. <laughs> you know?
1: right. The Bird Show. All right, we have to check in with Amber here, who was all sketched out on Friday, like we all have been before. You're in a relationship, right? It's very, very serious. Next step, you got to meet the parents, right? There's so much anxiety behind that. Hey, Amber, good morning. Good morning. All right, so bring us up to speed. Like, tell us again the history of you in dating, dude, how long it's been, and why you were so insecure going into the weekend.
9: Sure. So, um, I was super nervous when we talked on Friday because I was going to be meeting my boyfriend's mom for the first time this weekend. And I was so nervous because I know that he adores his mom. He talks about her all the time and I know that they're super close and I'm kind of acquaintances with his ex and she gave me a warning that his mom was very difficult and like hard to win over. And in the end, I think, because his mom disliked her, that was a big reason why they broke up. So, yeah, I was just calling in for some advice.
1: Yeah, and we didn't, I mean, all we really, all you can do is be yourself. I mm-hmm. think that's the only advice we, we gave, right?
9: The, the, yeah, yeah, and to bring a gift.
4: Yes, <laughs> something small, nothing too extravagant. Yeah, something and, small. And yeah. Mo had a great point, too, is like, you are not the ex. You are, an, you are your own person, and so who knows why... His mom wasn't digging on her. She could absolutely adore you. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, it's intimidating, nonetheless. It's intimidating. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah. tell us how it went. You guys get along. Everything cool? Well,
9: I mean, so we were supposed to go over to dinner on, on Saturday night, and he thought that she said six thirty, um, but she she actually said six. I I wasn't part of the planning, so we just walked in at 6.30, so already we're 30 minutes late. And not only you, though. I know, but she made several comments about it, and, like, so already, like, off on not a great foot. Um, and you
4: can't really throw her son under the bus and be like, well, he told me it was 6.30. I know. Yeah.
9: exactly what I, I would have done. <laughs> I was just a little, I was just quiet and apologetic. I like, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, and I did bring a gift. Um, I there's this little shop that's local that I, I love their candles and I've given it as a gift many times before. And everyone loves the way it smells. And, um, I gave it to her and she, she was like, basically I don't want it. Like she gave it back to me. She was like, smelly candles. Give me a headache. And I was like, Oh God. Uh,
1: Wasn't (laughs) one of those goop candles. Was it? (laughs) That would be really super
9: inappropriate. No, it's very light and like, (laughs) you know, natural, like essential oils, candle, like, you know, it wasn't a Yankee candle,
3: but
9: um, yeah, she like throughout the course of dinner, his mom brought up his ex, uh, my acquaintance, oh. like m- multiple times, and and it was all positive, but it was kind of like she was comparing the two of us.
1: And it's, it's rude, it, period. She was testing it. Very rude. It
9: was it was weird, but she didn't seem to hate you know my friend. Um, so that was interesting because I I thought that I, that was my impression just from from what I had heard. Um, so when we left, I I told my boyfriend when we got in the car, I was like, I don't think she likes me. And I thought that he would try to like comfort me and be like, oh, no, she totally does. But instead, he, he was just like, you were too quiet and you should definitely speak up more next time we go over there. And I was like, yeah, so I'm not feeling great about the whole thing. I don't know. Like,
1: I mean, I know the old cliche is like you can never make uh, a first, a, a second first impression. But when it goes like this, it doesn't sound like she hates you. It just sounds like you were quiet and shy and tense. I think you got a second shot at this.
9: Oh, that is really comforting. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's it, what I need to hear. It, it
4: doesn't sound like you gave her a reason to hate you. Um, She's just, she maybe, she just needs a little time to warm up to you.
9: Yeah, that's probably what it is. We just need to do this a few more times and yes. not be late and no candles. Yeah.
2: I think it's important to for you to try to not take anything personal, especially if like this really went how you're saying where you brought a gift. She didn't because she could have just accepted the gift. I mean, but if she mm-hmm. wants to bring up the ex and do things like that, that's that's not really on you. I would mm-hmm. just not take it personal.
9: OK. OK. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense.
2: You were certainly being tested, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, if she's bringing up the ex
1: and stuff, I think most future mother-in-laws know, like, all right, let's just keep that off the table for the very first time. So she brings that up, she's testing you.
4: For the very first ever. There's no reason Uh for your boyfriend's parents to bring up your ex at all, period. Mm -hmm. Unless it's to make you uncomfortable.
2: And I wish the boyfriend would say something about that because if I'm in his shoes and my mom is doing that, I'm certainly going to talk to my mom (laughs) about doing that.
4: That's a good point, and I would love to know, like, how is he handling this whole interaction? Was he just letting his mom
9: rail you? He kind of, he did not protect me. Okay. That, there, that's what I felt like. Yeah. All right. Side. There's a little
1: flag right there. Here's a little flag. All right, Amber, keep in touch mm. with us. All right. Okay. That's right, a bird okay. show. The Birch show. You guys, it was almost surreal driving downtown this weekend. Actually, my kid drove us downtown. This is the first time that he's ever driven downtown. He's, get, he's got his permit now. That's a big deal. And his license is coming in October. And I'm like, uh, we got to go downtown, dude. Um, so he drove in Atlanta traffic for the first time and downtown traffic, which is another conversation for another time. But we were heading on over to the Omni Hotel because they were having a college fair there. So I can't believe he's going to college already, you guys. I know it's the oldest cliche in the book that, you know, really enjoy it because it goes, by, it, goes by the door. it really does. I'm telling you the I days felt like, are
4: long the year uh, the days are long, the years are
1: short. So true, man. I felt like I was taking my four year old to a college fair yesterday. <laughs> like, this, this can't be possible, right? It's so exciting, though. Um, he told me for the first time, like on the way to the college fair that, you know what? I think sports marketing and sports management is what I want um, my interest to be. And I'm like, okay, well, knowing that, I mean, we're literally on the way down (laughs) uh, to look at schools. And so I'm Googling like best schools for that. And it turned out like three-fourths of the schools that were really good in that department were going to be at this college fair. So I was really looking forward to talking to the counselors, going from tape. You ever done one of these before? I
4: don't recall doing
1: one. I didn't either.
6: I did a couple, but I knew where I wanted to go because my whole family went to Florida. Mm -hmm. I just went straight to the (laughs) UF table and started schmoozing because what they don't tell you is the people behind the table are sometimes the people who look at the applications. So I was willing to do whatever it takes. I'm like, do I got to
5: bribe you? I didn't know that. Yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
5: I also had a, a couple of friends in admissions um, at a school here. And another thing, some schools do is they will give you points based on the interest you show. So if you show up for a campus tour, that shows you're serious and that goes in your your profile and your application. You don't know this, but it shows that you really want to be there. So talking at college fairs, you really want to be there and those will count towards your score.
1: I don't know if things have changed, but all I hear are like parents now complaining, at least in like uh, our little group, that it's so different than it used to be where they took into account a whole bunch of different things, like your extracurricular activities. They used to take into account if you were like... Like a legacy also, if your grandparents and your pappy's parents went, also, yes. you get like a leg up also. And from what I understand now, it's all about stats, man. Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah, I mean, for me, I know that like I was really hoping and writing on the fact that like my whole family went to Florida. They got to let me in. <laughs> UF does not give a crap. They literally <laughs> could not care less. But I did what Cassie mentioned, and UF had this thing where you could show up to campus and do a quote unquote gator for a day program where you sit in classes, you have lunch on campus, you go sit with the admissions people. And basically, I was in there and I was just looking at her like, mm-hmm. please let me in. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think I even said, I was like, yeah, you. You know, I've gotten all my admissions um, decisions back. You know, I've gotten here, 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 because, you know, uh, other colleges want me. It was <laughs> like I was on a date trying, trying to make myself look better. I'm desirable. You want me. Yes, I swear I'm smart.
1: It's a really exciting process to go through with your kids. And then this one was very different than my oldest kid who's going to SCAD now, who didn't want to leave the state of Georgia. That's just the way he's built. He wanted to be close to the family and he wanted to stay in state. So it didn't give us a lot of different options. Right. So we kind of knew he's either going to go to SCAD, he was looking at Barry, and ended up make, p- making a perfect decision for him. Hollis is just out there, man. He's like, I'll go anywhere, anytime. Let's find a, the college. I don't care. So we get there, and this is the first college fair that I've been to where they specifically break up the parents from the kids. So you can't go to table to table with your kid. Parents aren't allowed anywhere in the room. The kids have to do all the talking by themselves.
4: I like it, which wow. I kind of loved yeah. actually.
1: So I'm sitting down in the lobby and I'm waiting for him to come out to see what colleges he checked out. I do not know if he was going to take it seriously or not. He comes out with arms full with brochures that he is really excited about. So he had really great talks and it's very preliminary, but now There are schools that I never even thought were on his radar that he's excited about now. Like, he was talking about going to Iowa? Iowa, <laughs> uh, Ole Miss, South Carolina, NC State, yeah. Kentucky is on his list now also.
4: I love it. And you said, because like, I, I saw you posting about this on your Insta story. I'm going to let you know right now that you have sent up the flair. <laughs> Kentuckians are very proud of Kentucky and yep. we're very proud of our school. You will be hard-pressed to find somebody who went to UK that will not recommend going there. And I am one of those. I loved my time at UK. And I, the campus is gorgeous. The city is great. I can say nothing <laughs> ill of the University
1: of Kentucky. I will tell you the three most aggressive alumni bases <laughs> that have hit me in DMs because he's looking at Georgia also, which uh-huh. is kind of a dream school. It's so hard to get in there if you're in state. Uh, Georgia, Kentucky, Old Miss are mm-hmm. demanding. He goes, <laughs> Old Miss Hotty Toddy is demanding. He goes to Old Miss.
5: He's not going to get admitted to Ole Miss if you keep saying Old Miss. Oh. Ole Miss. oh Miss. O-L-E. I, I thought I heard a D up in there. Ole Miss. And yeah. you don't belong up in Ole Miss. <laughs> Ole Miss. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so those are the ones he's looking at right now. It's just a super freaking exciting time thinking that. And he said next summer he just wants to drive with me around, and I'm sure his mom also, and we're just going to go from campus to campus. Do the whole tour? Do the whole tour. right? Yes, super so exciting. Fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, Rebecca, Katie, what we got going on today? Someone Yo. getting called out today?
0: Rebecca is. Rebecca's She needs called. help. And I think we need to just <laughs> gather around as the Burt Show family and help out our girl. What's the matter? Because I realized in the studio one day, we were having nice little sing-alongs, which we do every <laughs> once in a while with Tommy and Kaylee. <laughs> you all have like a full-on musical going on in there most oh, yeah. days. <laughs> yeah. It's
2: like our own show over yeah. here.
0: <laughs> it, it's, it's really fun. And so we realized there's one thing that Rebecca can't do, but I'm not okay. going to hold it against her because Mo can't do it either.
2: Oh, Whistle, uh-huh. right?
0: Really? just whistle? never learned
2: how to whistle? No, nah, huh? still never figured it out. Yeah, so, it's not my skill set,
0: and that's okay. We'll teach you one day. I was gonna let that go, but then, as we're keeping on beat, we're snapping, right? <laughs> Doing a little snap. Rebecca, can you snap?
1: Oh, honey. <laughs> oh,
0: I can wiggle my ears really well. <laughs> and I think that should be the easiest thing to do. So how can we teach Rebecca to snap? How do you? I can't you snap either.
6: That? I do this.
0: You, you try? Can't snap? Yeah. Rebecca, try and
2: snap and whistle at the same time.
6: Oh, got a whistle,
0: man!
2: Yeah, whistle better than me. <laughs> it's really, <laughs> oh, but, it's really this, sad. What, what Sounds it's, more like a blustery wind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like you're clawing your your thumb just, and your middle finger. Well, it's, it's, I, I don't know it's which twist. finger to use. Like, which, I use the
2: middle. I use one. the middle. Okay, yeah. Do
1: That's we all Russia. have things that we yet yeah, we should have learned as kids that we just never did? Like, I still can't jump rope what i can't what? jump
4: rope, can't jump rope.
2: Really? never learned how to jump rope still can't jump rope what? What? i
4: can't do a cartwheel
2: you can't do a cartwheel mm-hmm. okay. okay where was all of this when y'all was making fun of me for not knowing how to
1: whistle
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: what was the one you hit us with a couple of weeks ago we were like oh. you have never done what
2: what was it oh i've never been trick-or-treating
3: never been trick-or-treating
2: oh! uh-uh no nope, nope, we're, awesome. we're
4: gonna remedy that this 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 Halloween.
2: I'm excited. Let's do it.
0: Okay. All
1: right. So we got some work to do on all three of you guys. (laughs) Trick or treating. We got whistling, snapping. We got them all. Okay. It's the bird Show. The bird Show.